All right, everybody. This is Vibrant Vernacular. I am Pashas. Hello. Hey, hey. it's Siobhan. How y'all doing? It's <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. And it is Black History Month, ladies. Woo-hoo! How excited are you guys? It's a celebration. <laughs> Yay, it's Black History Month. I know we've been absent for a minute trying to get ourselves together. Uh, we do want to say happy Black History Month to all of our people. Amen. So as we normally start, let's start with some gratitude. Yes. I will what are you guys grateful for? I am definitely grateful for just like things picking up. I know um, sometimes being busy is like so hectic, but I have had like just an amazing ride, I guess. I'm just thankful for all the blessings I guess I wasn't aware of before, you know, just realizing how blessed I really am. Um, I would say I've been grateful like the beginning towards the end of last month and this month things have been kind of like very peaceful. I was able to kind of get back into gear on a routine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just thankful that we didn't get this crazy ass weather um, that everybody else is getting. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a word right there. <laughs> I would say I'm being thankful for rest and recuperation, which is definitely needed um, during this time. I think one thing that I have been thankful for with COVID is just the the sense of slow down, stop, stop moving so fast and kind of rest and try to put things in gear um, and put plans in motion, you know, so that way once things quote unquote open up again, you know, you can have a plan of action to move forward in that direction. So in our celebration of all things black, um, Let's just talk about blackness in general. What does that mean to each one of you? Oh, uh, to me, it means definitely being different. Um, <laughs> uh, people don't let you forget that you're black. Um, there's always something that when whenever I'm in the work environment, I was like, oh, I'm going to be blackity black today. Like, <laughs> just oh. like, it's so funny when I say that, like just being black, it's just, it's all I know, you know, and I keep telling our kids we can't escape it. So you got to embrace it. Um, overall, it's just a, a freedom, you know. They say often imitated, never duplicated. Um, I love it. I wouldn't. I get. We can't change it. So why try? Gang, gang. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I would just describe it as this, like culture. Uh, uniqueness and um, strength like a lot of like looking at the definition of black in general it has negative connotations so I think it's kind of our right to show a positive side of it Um, one example I kind of have of that is I was talking to my son recently about um, black people because in class they were just talking about um, I guess, like, their different cultures or race that they have in their um, family. So he was like, um, aren't we Filipino? I was like, no. <laughs> nobody. We never had nobody speak. Whatever they speak at Thanksgiving, like, I don't understand. 
So, and I think it's because like one of my relatives um, dates someone that's Filipino and black that he kind of hang out with. And I was just like, no, that's not us. <laughs> but I explained to him, I was like, how cool is it though to be black? I said, we are one of the only people that come in so many different shades and colors that we're still all united and considered black. So I kind of like showed him because in our family, we have different, you know, skin tones. So I was like, we're all still black. And then I showed him albino people on the internet and just kind of explained to him. I said, you don't see any other race that can do this. And I said, everything starts with us. I was like, it don't like, it doesn't get any better than this. It's, It's the blueprint. So again, I just think it's wouldn't change it. We can do this again on the other side. (laughs) <laughs> I like how you put that I I agree I think everything y'all said kind of sums up everything like I see strength resilience adaptability courageous courage in general and beauty I mean just mm-hmm. the magnitude of how beautiful we are how intelligent we are how strong we are how smart like all of that you know it's the same thing but it's just it's kind of crazy when you think about it and just the fact that I mean I don't know, just looking at us and the variety, like you said. So all of that does like lend into the same thing. So how do we celebrate that? Like in your household, in your families, how do you guys celebrate your blackness or being black in general? Um, I think like when I was saying I'm blackity black, (laughs) I look for moments to be like, see, black people did this and that. Like every little thing is like (laughs) from a black perspective. And I guess sometimes it gets on people's nerves when I'm like, no, you're going to learn history today. You know, it just every, you know how they say it's more than, it's 365. Like it's not just for a month, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think when, when every time I try to turn stuff into a teachable moment, that's my, my celebration, my contribution. I think I do the same thing, um, especially I think it's because we have, well, I won't say that, but for me, it's because I have um, my son that I try to start little because my granddad kind of did that with us. So Mm -hmm. like you said, a teachable moment. So anytime he wants to do something, I'm like, I want you to research somebody black that does it. So the main Mm -hmm. thing would be his like his Mm -hmm. sport. So since he plays sports, I'm like, okay, you know, you like baseball, give me some baseball players. So he did a report on Jackie Robinson one time. Um, the place that I take him to like practice baseball mm-hmm. sometimes, they actually held um, an African-American like little, I guess you call it seminar one weekend for free. And we went in there and he learned about other baseball players that, you know, besides Jackie Robinson, because we hear about the main ones, but the mainstream mm-hmm. ones, I guess I should say. But there's so mm-hmm. many others that were doing the same thing as him. Um, at that time so he got to see other people like that Um, but of course you know Michael Jordan they love that he was in the basketball for a minute but just anything that he wants to do I'm like before we do it I want you to see somebody or tell me somebody that's black that has done this Um, so I don't know I try to do like small things like that teachable moments so that you kind of know where you came from Cause it like, okay. So this is what's pissing me off, y'all. <clears throat> I feel like, and it's not feel like I. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, like <laughs> this generation doesn't understand like how hard it was for them to be able to just do anything willy nilly. 
and I know my son thinks I'm crazy but I'm like you don't understand like the quote-unquote freedom you have to do certain things I just want Mm -hmm. you to know the significance of it like I'm not over here like drill sergeant you know making you walk everywhere to understand civil rights no but I do want you to you know appreciate that this didn't just happen like because you got up out of bed and want to do this Somebody okay, paid for that. It was a sacrifice. Yeah, because you're pissing me off. That ungrateful stuff. But I'm done. I think it's strategic, you know, ultimately. Like uh <clears throat> I think it's all strategic. Like the lessons that you learn in school. I mean, we send our children to school. So I mean, we can't expect them to teach them about our culture in school. And that's strategic. You know, it's not something that they are not doing because they don't have time to teach more about black culture or black people in general and our contributions to society, civilization and everything. They're doing it on purpose, you know, because they spend a majority of the year, what, 90% of the year talking about white history. So, I mean, at the end of the day to just spend 10% talking about African-Americans or black people's contributions to life, the world is, is intentional we don't really do anything special either. Like I don't really have like sit down conversations with my kids about um, blackness, but everything, like y'all said, is a teachable moment. Like even going through, you know, what we talk about, you know, all of the, the, the black men dying at the hands of police. Those were all teachable moments about why, you know, when kids ask questions like, why are they doing that to us? That's when you take that opportunity to say, because we're special. We have superpowers. <laughs> we're Black people. You know, we're important. So that's why they treat us that way. You got to start teaching them the importance of being Black and why being Black is such a badge of honor, a badge of courage because of those types of and situations. So I think that's very, very, very important. And as lay, I, it felt like you had something in your chest that you had to get out of <laughs> when, when that came up. Yes. Like with long, 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 long within there. So um <clears throat> with Black History Month, do you think, I mean, like when it comes down to like the length of the month, I know it's been debatable. I know I didn't put this in like the topic, but it just kind of what Azalea said kind of sparked this in me. Do you think it should be year round education versus it just being us highlighting Black History Month just because it's February? Definitely. I actually saw something on the internet where they don't even acknowledge Black history in some states. Like, it's not required um, to touch base on it in in anything. Yeah, I know my Mm -hmm. high school, when I was in high school, um, my high school was predominantly white. They didn't celebrate Black History Month at all. No acknowledgement of it at all. Because, you know, I like most schools, I have, like, it on their little feature mm-hmm. outside of the school they didn't have that at all it was never talked about like in school so yeah I, I'm pretty sure in certain populations and I then I saw something on Instagram where a black was it a black principal stated that instead of it being black history month this month she was going to do all history month or something like that something something real corny I didn't click on it because I was like I ain't trying to get enraged today let's just keep it keep scrolling through but yeah I was like why 
I just love how, um, once again, you know, before February was here, I know you and your family have supported so many Black businesses. Like, it seems like you support one a day. Like, <laughs> I know, I know. Can you tell me, like, your reasoning behind that? I mean, it's power. And I, I think our financial, our strength is in our financials okay. when it comes to Black people. And we can only support each other. You know, a lot of times, a lot of white uh Whites, Asians, they keep their money with their people. And I cannot remember, Azalea, do you remember when we were, they were talking about how, how the dollar circulates in the community? Uh-uh. How much goes back? How I much forgot. actually goes back? Yeah. The, um, yeah. How, that, how much? Go ahead. Oh, the lady from Radio One, I want to say her name is Kathy Hughes. Um, she has like a radio, uh, like a commercial that kind of plays every now and then. And she was just saying like only 3% uh, actually trickles back into the black economy. So what she was doing, like highlighting three black businesses, I think per week or so. And they gave you like the name and address of the business for you to look it up on your own. But I thought that she said like 3% actually makes it back into the black community. Mm-hmm. So it's very little. And and we have yeah. so much buying power. That was another thing. That exactly. That's the that point that I was trying to get at. You said it so eloquently. <laughs> Our buying power is very important. You know, we Asian. Uh, this is I'm not saying this to shade anybody, but I was um, me and my sister were talking about this recently, and you rarely see like an Asian business going out of business. It's on a rare occasion, like a restaurant. Um, anything that they have, they support to the fullest. Like we were driving uh, in off of Laskin, near Laskin Road in Virginia Beach. And they have this little business structure. When they come into the community, they take over the whole community. So they're not going to just own the Chinese restaurant in that complex. They're going to buy another building in that complex and they're going to own the Chinese or the Asian grocery store. They're going to take over the full facility so that way they can make sure that their dollar circulates in their community a certain amount of time, same as white people. But when it comes to black people, we don't support each other as much. So our dollar doesn't circulate in our community as much as it does in other communities. So we do work to to support black businesses as much as possible. and trying to teach our children the importance of supporting a black business. And as a person who wants to own black business, I understand that I would need that same support. Kind of reciprocal, I guess. Amen. And yeah, I noticed also. Azalea does that too. Like I've noticed that she, I mean, I think we all do. I just started. Support black business. Like I wasn't always like that. And I think it's because I didn't really know, to be honest. It's just an uneducated factor about where the businesses are I think because of everything that's kind of transpired and us attempting unity that we are starting to see more like posts or directories I think Shawan sent us something that was like a a black yellow pages of black businesses that you could look to support to see oh instead of going here let's see you know what's available in my area so I think things like that have helped so that we can kind of narrow it down and figure out where we want to spend our money. Exactly. Oh, yeah. 
Definitely. Cause I just like, I was at my internship the other day and I was just randomly talking and I was just telling this lady like what I can do with my cricket machine. And she cash at me the money, like not ever seeing a product, not ever seeing anything. And she, cause I saw her earrings and she had on like some black lives matter earrings. And I was like, I could make those, you know, like <laughs> I could do that, you know, just like, <laughs> put myself out there like I could do all that on my machine and she just cashed at me like you know she I told her one of the things I could make was like a wine bag well make me a wine bag then here's the money and I was like look at the love you know like it was just so genuine so mm-hmm. yeah I look I, I really cherish the moments when I'm able to do the same like literally support somebody especially my thing when I was in Norfolk like these guys would come up selling their CDs like I didn't even own a CD player, but I bought one, you know, because <laughs> yeah. it was just the hustle, the the way they approach you, you know, if they, you could just see the, the drive, you know what I'm saying? Like where they started being humble. And I just, I had, I try to support as much as I can. Um, in a lot we of have a hard things. time in business. So if we don't yeah. support each other, it's almost like nobody will, you know, mm-hmm. we have so much to prove, not even, just to ourselves but we have to prove it to the world so I mean we got to have each other's back I mean that's just how it's gonna have to be you know it seems like so speaking of blackness in sense um (laughs) have you guys put any thought to like someone that you know in history that does exhibit black excellence I was trying to think of that and I can't really narrow it down to one person per se because I think mm-hmm. there's just a lot to pull from everybody and every think, industry in general. Yeah, because I was thinking like um, recently we lost Cicely Tyson and one of the yep. things I was looking back over, um, you know, some of the most recent interviews she had done, like even up to the day before, she passed and one of the things that just it literally just won my heart and brought me to tears is like she said a lot of things a few of the things was the fact that her mother um didn't believe in her dream you know and that me and passion talk about this all the time like how do you support your kids you know when we weren't necessarily supported and you know mm-hmm. the ways the ways that we thought we sh- a parent maybe should have or and um I know somebody else that was like, parents are dream killers. Like, I don't want to kill <laughs> dreams, you know? And then she was just saying like, her mom didn't think it would work out. You know, she actually left her house because her mom said something about a, it being a den of iniquity, you know? And when she was receiving her award, she was like, I guess it wasn't a den of iniquity after all, mom, you know? And she was just talking about how in every, she couldn't stop acting, you know, when it got difficult or when she got discouraged because, People don't even consider black people to be a human being like that, mm-hmm. you know, and her point was, I need them to know that we are humans, you know, taking roles that exemplify like dignity, you know, not just any role that's thrown at you. And yeah. I, I respect Chadwick Boseman for that as well, because ter- having to turn some stuff down, you know, or, or stuff that didn't sit well with his spirit he chose not to keep portraying that role and it's like yeah you might not eat sometimes because you didn't take the millions they was throwing at you to be a dope dealer or to be something that you don't stand for like I just respect all the black people who chose the higher road even when it meant 
them not eating. You know, people talk about Colin Kaepernick and he left millions on the table. He's stupid. But here's somebody once again who stood for what they believe, even when he wasn't suffering, his family suffered too. You know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't in this by himself. So I just, I my heart really goes out to any black person who has gone against the grain, but it's for the greater good. It's so funny because Cicely Tyson was my list too. <laughs> and the, the funniest part about her being on my list was what you said. Like I, I had looked up an interview. Um, fact that she was 96 and looked that stunning was also, you know, something of note. Um, but she was like, she turned down two, two dimensional roles and stereotypical depictions of African-American women. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, can you imagine she was in the industry for over 60 decades 60. and she would not compromise. And a lot of people mm-hmm. would have like, if you're hungry and you got to eat, uh, okay, I'm going to be this crackhead this week. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Because right now I'm a little starving. So I need to, you know, feed my family and not everybody would be willing to make those types of sacrifices and have the confidence that you're going to grow, that you're going to be able to survive that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us would compromise because we don't see any other way. But she did. She had a vision for her life and for herself that was beyond her. You know, and she had a vision to see herself beyond just being that one-dimensional character or that two-dimensional character. She saw herself bigger than what she actually was. And that's very Mm -hmm. hard to me. When you know what I'm saying, as a person, for me to even see myself buying a new car or, or getting a new house was hard. You know what I'm saying? Those were goals that I accomplished. But at the end of the day, it still was wasn't something that I was as confident. Like you gotta have some major like calling or some other purpose or higher power on your life for you to see your vision that clearly and be able to manifest it at no any cost. You know what I'm saying? And she was willing to take those chances and make those sacrifices. And even with Colin Kaepernick, I hate to bring this up, but I have to because it's just interesting to me. He was adopted by a white family. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And still stood for what he believed in. And that's crazy to me. And I'm not saying that they had uh, um, a majority to do the decisions that he made. But the fact that he was so strong as a black man, not even growing up in that environment, is just crazy to me. Yeah. Wow. Lesser known facts. (laughs) Yeah. I had to look him up when he started started his protest. I was like, what is going on with this this young gentleman here? Let's look him up. (laughs) And I'm not even a real big football fan, you know? But I do try to do a little bit of research as much as possible just to see. I'm always trying to figure out where somebody comes from to make them the person they are. And so it was very interesting when I looked that up, like to see his family of origin, you know, for lack of better terms. Yeah. Now, Azale, I know you were mentioning you had so many people to name. Like, who were you thinking? Like, I don't really know. So I was kind of thinking. I thought about Claire Huxtable and not Claire Huxtable, Felicia Rashad and her sister. <laughs> I kind of like just them. Um, oh, yeah, Debbie, Debbie Allen. Allen. I just kind of like them as a duo. I feel like they did a lot of great things 
together on the art side. I think that's one side that we don't mm-hmm. not well. Yeah, I think it's one side that we don't really tap into or research more, mm-hmm. or I guess is brought to the limelight more. Like you'll see, you know, the music industry, um, medicine, sports, but. I don't know. I feel like that side kind of gets left out, and they've done a lot of great things. Um, I don't, I don't want to say break barriers, but maybe there were some barriers that they broke. Um, I don't know. I, they just kind of came to my mind when I thought of some people. Um, so I think she just celebrated like her seventieth birthday or something similar to that. I think so, and sure. I think their mom is still alive. So. Mm, insanity I just think it's a lot of great legacy I want to say their daughters kind of followed suit and did a little bit of the arts too so I think they're an Mm -hmm. underrated family um agree we don't know much about but they've done a lot of great things you gotta check out I think they did a special on Debbie Allen on Netflix I know they did her um hot chocolate nutcracker yep And that was yeah. a really, really, really good. And one. she does this. Okay. I know um, we, we and Danya have watched this dance show. It's like one of these reality ones. And it's so funny because this one lady, she reminds me of Paula Dean or somebody, but she's supposed to have her own dance school. And then so every now and then this lady's like, well, I'm going to take my child to Debbie mm-hmm. Allen. You know, like, <laughs> it's like being thrown in her face. Like, we're going over here to Debbie Allen. You know, you have this one person that's like, well, when we were with Debbie Allen, we did such and such. And it, it just like pisses this lady off. Like, <laughs> oh, gosh, that is too funny. Like, we going over to Debbie I want to say it's in Tennessee. I'm just like, I don't know. I've watched the show a few times, but when I hear Debbie Allen, it's like my ears perk up. Like, is there another Debbie Allen? No, there is not. (laughs) It's just hilarious. But yeah, Debbie Allen is awesome. That is so funny. (laughs) Well, I know we were supposed to be talking about love as well today, but I think we can pencil that um, for next week, um, ultimately. But food for thought, anybody? (laughs) Um, Since you mentioned love, I just think we should definitely love our blackness. And we need to talk about black love next week, (laughs) y'all. Yeah, Uh, definitely. I just think that um, the more you know, the more you grow. And everything is definitely not going to be found in our textbooks. And we owe it to ourselves and our children to just keep going. I know a lot of people are like... Oh, here we go. You know, they're going to talk about Martin Luther King. Yeah, we will, you know, but we can talk about other yeah, people too, you know. <laughs> so, but just, you know, just don't let the fire die out. You know, I think with a lot of things, it's like, uh, we tired of that. We tired of that. Like, no, let's make it interesting. Let's make it fun again because we got babies out here that don't remember the stuff that we take for granted and don't know. Like, it's our duty, you know, to just keep this ball rolling. I agree. I think you said enough, <laughs> honestly. Like, I, I don't really have too much to add to it. I mean, learn something, do something. Um, I don't know. I would just say um, play James Brown today. Say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. And, um, yeah, it's a privilege to be black. And don't let people try to make it seem like it's a chore because we've done a lot of great things and there's a lot of great things to come. 
Thank y'all so much. And we will be back really soon with more episodes. Thank y'all for continuously tuning Bye, in. It's this is Sean. <laughs> Bye.